Dímelo, mi gente. Que lo que es Roy UX. Welcome to episode five of La Conet Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of featurings. I'm going to be showing you a little tricks, a little finesses. You know what I'm saying? To get that featuring. And also, I'm going to be doing an album review of Benny the Butcher's Burner the Proof album. My favorite single is One Way Flight featuring Freddie Gibbs. Let's get it. Pam, 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 pam. Yeah, baby, dímelo. So we back again, episode five, five, doing five. So we're going to be talking about the importance of the featurings in the game. The featurings, uh, my personal experience is that just be fearless, man. DM these guys and prepare for a nice sales pitch, like a salesperson. You know, a lot of salespersons at, at car dealerships, they try to, like, finesse you. They talk about how nice you looking and all this. Like, they get you they get you good. They get you in this mood. Like, yo, how am I going to get this guy? How am I going to get him? In the same way with the featurings, if you don't really know them. If it's personal stuff, because I've done featurings with people on in, like, a personal relationship, that's way easier because that's just, yeah, yeah, cool. And it is what it is. We make it happen. But when there's... Um, People that you don't know like that, the best approach is to use like a salesperson approach. So I'm not going to get all in detail. You know, Yaka, it's the same concept. If you go on YouTube, you figure out, uh, you can look up a sales pitch, salesperson, how to be a good salesperson, but it's the same thing. So basically, um, in my personal experience, what I would do is I would set the table up before I'll show them the track. What I mean by um, set the table up is that, like, I would get a, a beat that's already hooked up by one of his producers or a producer that's famous in the game. Like, for example, like, I'll get a producer like Child to make a dembow beat for me, right? Solid beat. I'll do the negotiations with him. Beat makers are always easier for some reason to get a beat. Famous or non-famous or coming up. Beat makers always like it's easier. Well, I've been lucky to get um collaborations with producers that way with beat makers. I've been lucky, thank God. So, uh, so let's say, all right, let's keep the example with Child. So I talk to Child, we make the beat, we we figure out the price, and it is what it is. Fine. I lay the track down, I lay the hook down, and then that's the next step. Then I'll go to Mayol. Yo, Mayol was good. I, it could be his manager. It could be him directly. And um, and there's a secret that I'm going to tell you. Sometimes those guys that, um, like, for example, those famous people, I'm not particularly talking about Mayol. A lot of the times they come off that they're their manager. But if you show them the track and you attract them the right way, then they flip the script and they be like, yo, this is my number. I want to talk to you. And then when you talk to them, it's actually the artist, artist. And they want to do work. But anyways, so you do that. You start with the producer. You do the hot song. You make song. The, make sure the song is hot. You mix it professional. You have to solve it. The real shebang. 
Then you go to that person, you tell them, yo, what's up? This, I like you on this track. Bam, bam, bam. Before that, I highly advise you guys to get that song registered. Get the beats registered before you send it to that person because this industry is shady and they'll do tricks with your song. And before you know it, the dude will be like, nah, 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 I don't like that song. And then he'll do, and I've heard it done to me before. I've heard other songs sound like my shit. And I'll be like, yo, how the hell does this person sound just like me? Because those are situations that happen. So you got to protect yourself. And another, um, just like the other video that I showed you about the contracts, that avoids that. So anyways, after that, you show the person the, the song and it's all up to them. Take it or leave it. You like the song, you want to do the song with me. If you don't, hey, have a nice day. You keep it moving. That's why you got to be fearless. Fearless is very important in that step and doing featurings. So... You lay it down. Yo, I want you on this track. It is what it is. Um, 50% of the times when that happens, they like it and they give you a price. And 50% of the time, that person is them. They'll be like, yo, give me five Gs for it. Give me five Gs and I'll do your, your verse tonight. When it's them, when my experiences with, with dealing with those artists and the independent side... When when they say, yo, I'm going to do it tonight. I'm going to go to the studio. I got my own studio and I'm going to lay it down tonight. That means that it's them and they're going to do it tonight. Because artists are always on the move. Well, that was before the pandemic. So I don't know how things is now. But before the pandemic, those guys will be like, yo, I'm going to do that shit tonight. Let's go. If they give you that response that they're going to do it tonight, that they want the money right now, then it's official. You give them the money. You send them the track. And remember what I told you in the other video. Have all that stuff documented just in case these people go sideways with your money. And also, you guys, featurings is an investment. Meaning that there's risk. So, I clearly, I highly advise you guys that have money on the side. Don't be investing your whole damn savings account or your tax pay uh, money that come in and be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Olvídate de the rent. Olvídate de pagar la casa. Olvídate de the mortgage. No, that's not how we do business in the game. And that's not how we do work. You save a little money on the side and you push that money for that. But you push it as a risk that like, yo, it is what it is. And that's what being a man about. And that's what's taking risk about. You just throw it out there. Y tu presina. And we make it happen. So in my situations, I've done that. It happens. Boom. We do what we got to do. So that's my tips and my tricks of getting featurings. Have your stuff ready with, your, with a nice producer. And it's about investing, guys. Don't be scared to invest. If you want to move up in this game, you have to invest. These All these famous people, a lot of them, they famous because they had investors. They had people that, that flood them with money. But in the independent game, you got to spend money and you got to take risks. And the higher risk you take, the more money you get back. And I'm speaking to you from my personal experience. When you take risk and you go all out and you do your thing and you pay for the best, you get the best. So, ya tu sabe. Now we go into the next segment, and that's for the album review. And that's about my dude, Benny the Butcher. He's a rapper from Buffalo. Extremely nice. He's uh, part of the Griselda group. They a super rap group. They remind me of the Wu-Tang Clan back in the 90s. 
I love these guys. They set in the table now of how rap should sound. And that's the advice that I be giving to my fellow artists that's doing anything in the game. I be like, yo, follow these guys. Stay in the lane of these guys because these guys is really shaking up the hip-hop scene. And they bringing hip-hop the way it's supposed to be. And I love that. So, I got the chance to listen to Benny the Butcher's album. It's a very, very good album. Um, I know I'm going to get criticism from this, and I don't care. But that album remind me of the Jay-Z's first album. Because it has these flows. It got like this reminiscing, this hustle. It's a hustle album. It's a hustlers. The guys that be in the street, that's super confident, that likes to dress nice, that like their nice cars and their women. That's what Burden of Proof is about. I love that album. I like the feel. I like the collaboration that he did with Hit Boy. Hit Boy used to be Young Berg. Young Berg was an old school rapper and that used to do his thing in the late 2000s. And it didn't work out for him. And that's perfectly fine. I love that. He switched and became a producer. And now he's very, very successful as a producer. Shout out to Hit Boy. I like the collaboration with them two in the album. It's very, very good. And, um... My single, my favorite song in that album is called One Way Flight featuring Freddie Gibbs. It got this soulful vibe, soul, um, <laughs> not soulful. It got a soulful vibe. Nice, you know, with the nice instruments and everything. Nice, nice, well put together. And, um, yeah, it's just the flow, man. They got this nice flow together. Freddie Gibbs, is, I've heard his name back in the days, but then when I heard his verse, his verse was witty, very slick, very witty. So it's like that caught my attention, and that's going to want me to listen to more of Freddie Gibbs songs. So you already know, people. That's my uh, album review. I love it. Is mad hot. Y'all should listen to that album. If you're a type of person that you like the old Jay-Z, how he used to talk about the hustle and all of that. And then, you know, that's another thing about Jay-Z that I love. He started as a hustler and he moved up. He started rapping different based on his lifestyle. And that's how the music should be. You shouldn't just stay about the same topic. You should spit about what you feel and how you progress it in life. Just like Jay-Z. And that album, um, the new Benny album, remind me of Jay-Z's start, of how he started, and that was his style of music. So you already know, people. Take care. And like on that podcast, we already know every Friday we in the building and we tearing shit up. You already know. Let's get it.